0: Love, talk Radio. Hello, welcome to Snake Oil Radio. This is your host, Jim Ventura. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, if it's your first time tuning into the show, a little bit about me, a little bit about our show, and then we'll kind of get started here. I am a professional astrologer. Uh, I work with a number of different types of oracles, including uh, tarot and runestones and animal cards. Uh, I do navigational consultations uh, in person in my home office and by phone for people out of area. If you want any information on any personal sessions, you can go to uh, jimventura.com and get some info on pricing and all those good things. I also do a monthly blog column called Snake Oil that I've been doing since uh, late 2003. If you're not already getting my monthly newsletter, feel free to email me at S A G. At Yahoo.com, I'll add you to the free newsletter mailing list. Uh, people getting the newsletter also get discounts on on sessions and uh, other good information, including the column. Okay, so uh, this is my uh, usually weekly show, and uh, again, I want to thank everybody for joining me. Um, this is uh, this is the this is a, I say the good one. Uh, the good one for my listeners, I guess, uh, because I'm going to open up the phone lines a little earlier than I normally do. We'll talk about our current astrology right now, since this is our astrology show. And then I'll open up the phone lines. You can ask me uh, questions about any area of, of metaphysical study that you're interested in. Uh, Or even a quick little five minute mini reading Uh, I might pull an oracle for you if you have a specific question Or just see what energy comes up around you right now Uh, We'll be able to get to those in about 20 minutes or so Um, But I want to do talk about the uh, current astrology right now uh, So that everyone listening live or in the archive Can kind of get a feel for what's going on And again, I'll I'll give out the phone number in a little while And we'll, we'll go from there uh, also, uh, I am a published author. If you're interested in any of my books, you can also email me and get a copy of "Dirty Little Secrets" or "Snake Oil, Volume One." Okay, enough of the sales talk. Let's kind of let's dive into the astrology and, and talk a little bit about what's going on right now. Now, you know, one of the things I try to do when I talk about astrology on my show is I know sometimes my listeners have a fair amount of knowledge about astrology themselves, or even a little bit. Sometimes people. Kind of have little to no info on this area, so you know I'll do my best to try to uh, you know appeal to everyone listening and and make this uh, as understandable as possible uh, to understand you know not only your your astrology but how astrology works. Uh, so kind of bear with me if you're if you're a little more knowledgeable and some of it seems a little slow, and if you get a little far behind uh, again, you can you can ask questions. Uh, as well as we get further into our 45-minute show today. So uh, one of the things I had talked about about a month back in one of our previous astrology shows was that uh, Saturn was moving into Scorpio in early October. I think it's about the 5th or the 6th. We're already beginning to feel the effects of that. Uh, If you go back and listen to that in the archive and catch that show, you'll start to see... That a lot of the things that are already beginning to happen, I was actually talking about. Uh, so not that difficult for an astrologer to predict uh, some society things that are happening as well as what's going on for all of us personally. So I want to I want to uh, add a little more on that particular subject today, uh, so you understand this personally as well as as what's happening kind of around you. So Saturn will Saturn rules the part of us that is. I just like to say Saturn is like the lump of coal that you polish into a diamond. It's restriction and limitation and difficulty, and it slows us down and it creates hardship for us and and adversity uh, but by the same token, Saturn also is the planet that, in the long run becomes where we're uh most strong, where we're confident, where we're successful, where we fell down enough times to not necessarily fall down anymore because we inevitably become stronger. Uh, The Saturnian influence has to do with aging um, and the way we pay back karmic debt and all of those things. But again, on the positive side, as you get older, you kind of begin to sort of embrace Saturn and realize that if you're slowed down, in some respects, there can be a benefit to that as opposed to seeing it as a negative a little story I want to start here before I dive into the astrology as an example of a Saturnian influence you know a couple days ago I was at one of the local casinos with a friend of mine and I ended up getting pulled over by two um, two chips, two coffins on motorcycle and got a ticket for speeding Um, I was pretty pissed, in fact I was pissed energetically about a few things before I got pulled over so I realized that some part of me brought that to me and I was frustrated at some levels. Obviously, nobody wants to get a ticket. But, you know, the fact that I got pulled over on a reservation, uh, the ticket ended up only being 60 bucks. also, so it wasn't really that harrowing. In fact, I could have fought it uh, for a number of reasons. But, you know, the more I think about it, you know, going to court and 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 trying to fight this is kind of meaningless. You know, in terms of my time and energy, sixty dollars ain't going to kill me in one direction or another. So I was angry about getting the ticket, even though you know I was speeding. So in some respects, I deserved it. But you know, speaking of Saturnian influences, I have been catching that part of me that's been getting impatient lately. And you know, when I stand back and I think about you know how one, it's frustrating to have to cough up some extra money for something so meaningless you know, at the same time i i mean there are times when i do speed uh sometimes too often and you know then i got pulled over in a um in an indian reservation i mean these are not really cops in the same respect there'll be no points going on my license um i mean really if i wanted to i could probably choose to not pay it and just never go through that area again uh you know they don't have the same type of of, of legitimate rights i guess as 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 they do you know in terms of state cops but What I got from it, again, very Saturnian, was, dude, you know, you need to slow down. Um, I've I've sped many times, and many times I've gotten away without ever being pulled over. So this is probably one of the easiest pullovers I could have gone through. Cop was incredibly polite. And then let me throw the other cosmic joke out to you. I was heading to a – we were playing at a casino that I don't like. That was half the reason I was pissed off. My friend wanted me to go. I didn't really want to go. I hate wasting my money there. I prefer playing in the Harris system. So we ended up heading over to Harris, and in the first 45 minutes of being in Harris, I won 250 bucks. So I played all night and put some of that back. I only left up uh, about 75, 80 dollars. But the 200 dollar bankroll I brought with me, I took home with me too. So to me, it was like winning 280. I didn't expect to lose the money I'm going to play with. I'm not that delusional. So. Obviously, it will cover the cost of the ticket. I had a good time, and there was kind of a, <laughs> a rebound effect from the difficulty. So what, the reason I bring up this little story, and I get into this in detail, is you know, Saturnian influences can seem really frustrating and limiting initially, but usually they have something to teach us about slowing down, about maturing, about becoming wiser. So let me kind of, you know, I think that's a good, really good backdrop to sort of explain what the Saturnian influence is. So in our own individual charts, when we look at what sign Saturn is in, it tells us the energy in the area where we do have these limitations and struggles, but where we inevitably become really good and strong and solid. And then uh, the house that it's in in your chart, of course, we'll even get more specific about the area of life that this affects. But also this Saturnian influence also influences us as a society. So Saturn is, is moving into Scorpio. It's been in Libra for the last couple of years. It'll stay in Scorpio for about two and a half years. So Scorpio rules sort of the animal side of us, the part of us that, that plays with power, uh, with manipulation in both the good and the bad sense of what that word can mean um, Scorpio rules the the, the deeper part of us that has to learn self-control, how we attempt to influence others um, in in a positive way also. But um, Scorpio can rule the the, the darker side of man in that sense. We all have Scorpio somewhere in our charts, by the way. So even if you're not a Scorpio, you've got Scorpio somewhere. Um, So it represents ultimately where we have to kind of struggle with, again, that animal side of us that can kind of unleash or get angry or... Uh, jealous or possessive or controlling, but it also can represent the part of us that can be really evolved and spiritual and powerful and have learned how to channel that animal energy into something uh, productive and valuable. So remember that, guys. You know, I hate to malign Scorpio because I think that a lot of Scorpios are really wonderful, amazing people, but. You know, Scorpio can can struggle a little bit more with the darker side. You know, one of the things that I always say all Scorpios know that every time a Scorpio tells me they've had a life that's been really, really easy, uh, I've never heard a Scorpio say that. Let, let me put it to you that way. They're often more to struggle with, but inevitably, you know, the sort of the ultimate expression of Scorpionic energy is like the Gandhi image of the evolved spiritual person who evolves through testing. So... As Saturn kind of moves its way through at personal levels i 've seen this with a lot of clients and a lot of people right now. A lot of issues around relationships have been tested. Um, there definitely seems to be some explosions that are coming up. Uh, I had a client recently that went through you know a, a an actual fight with her boyfriend in a way she had never uh, experienced before, where they actually even almost physically fought a little. They were so mad at each other, um, and she was so ashamed of that darker part coming to surface, and I, one of the things I had told her is, you know, we have to watch that in ourselves, but at the same level, there was some deeper anger and resentments that really were going on between them that needed to come out and, and to and to surface. So if you're dealing with that, you know, of, of looking at that part of yourself and where there may be stored anger or, or fear, um, realize that Saturn's push into Scorpio is going to help you to purge that. The process may not necessarily be easy. But in the long run, it will actually be beneficial. At a societal level, we're seeing quite a bit of this. I had talked about this again a couple of shows back, and I had said that what you would see even politically would be there would be a lot more exposing of who and what people really are as an individual and even their darker sides coming to surface. Uh, We're definitely seeing a lot of this in the presidential election. Um and uh I know uh the uh, candidate Mitt Romney kinda of shot himself in the foot the other day, uh, for a couple of different reasons and then a video surface of him saying some things that were probably not really gonna fly too well. Um again, I don't think he's a bad guy and a bad person. I think that um, you know, he's gonna have some trouble uh getting elected. I I i it just purely from a prediction perspective, guys Obama will take a second term. Uh, whether you're happy about that or not, that's up to you. But Obama will take the second term. I would be very, very surprised. I'd give it all of maybe a five, ten percent probability that Romney will take the, the nomination. Um, but a lot of uh, we're seeing a lot of this happening um, in, in different areas of life where, you know, your deeper, darker stuff may surface and come out. So this is going to happen in society. And, I know, it can sound a little bit like a scary thing, but in actuality it could be a very, very good thing because it can be a purging. So not only do we have the the Saturnian move into Scorpio for the next two, two and a half years, but right now Mars is in Scorpio as well. And within about the next uh, month or so we'll also see uh both mercury and the sun push into scorpio too uh mars should be pushing into sagittarius at that point but mars and scorpio is going to bring up a little part of us too mars rules our male energy and how we battle so we may find ourselves battling others a little bit more uh during this period uh i have scorpio in my seventh house so it's in my relationship house so uh I'm not in a committed partnership at this moment, so I'm not having any battles. <laughs> but I definitely notice a lot of energy coming up around that subject and around that area right now. So Mars will kind of usually move through a house or a sign in about a two-month period and kind of trigger the energy uh, of, of that as well, too. So both with you know Saturn and Mars pushing its way into Scorpio, we're going to see some stuff surface, guys. But know that the way the Saturnian influence kind of works is – at first, Saturn will often make it like difficult it 'll test us it'll get us mad it'll feel like we 're limited or we restricted at some level in that area of our chart and in our life. But as it progresses through, you 'll often find yourself getting kind of like a more mature grown up perspective around it and then by the time Saturn leaves the sign or the house, if you 're kind of doing your inner work too you'll often leave being really, really clear and strong and wise in a way that you've never been before in that area. You know, Saturn will move through all the signs in about a 29-year period. That's why, you know, the age of 29 approximately is very significant. Uh, The age of 58 is another what we call Saturn return. And then, you know, at different points along the way it may form angles to different planets, um, that could bring up some charge as well. And I have not really talked that much in past shows about the angles between planets, but I will begin to add some of that material into the mix as well in the next uh, couple of months with different shows as we get into them. So, okay, so that's that's a start of some basic info um, I want to talk a little bit more about the current astrology and a few other things, but I do, because this is our uh, listeners' Choice show, um, I am going to open up the phone lines. If anybody has a, um, a specific question they want to ask about any area uh, connected with astrology or metaphysics, feel free. Uh, I'm kind of like a living, breathing encyclopedia, I guess, of a lot of different things. So the doors open to uh, make some calls, or you can... Um, ask a question in the chat room as well, uh, but again, with, with uh, I'll try to keep those to just about five minutes each uh, because the personal information, while very useful to you, to listeners may sometimes find, uh, you know, that it kind of throws them off a little bit, but we definitely want the option available. So the call-in number here is we might need to dial a 1 before that, but again, it's 646 If I get multiple callers, I, you know, again, just kind of please be patient. Uh, we've still got a good uh, 30 minutes of the show, so I do have some time to talk to a few people. Um, if I get no callers, uh, I know there's a lot of people in the chat room, and I want to welcome everybody here to the show. Uh, then I'll continue to talk about this subject. Sometimes people just really enjoy listening to the information that I'm I'm putting out. Um, So, uh, we've already got a question in the chat room, though, so I'm going to answer that. Uh, But, uh, again, if you do want to call in, feel free, otherwise you can question or comment uh, from the chat room. And, again, I want to welcome everybody to the show, Barbara, uh, Sanaya, and uh, Gleeful and everybody else who's uh, just an unnamed guest. An unnamed guest, right? Uh, You're sure you all have names, so that's important as well, too. Okay, so Barbara is actually asking a question in the chat room, so I want to read what Barbara's asking, and then we'll kind of dive in and answer this. Uh, So Barbara's asking, um, she's saying, late to the show, what is in store for Virgo in the coming months? Okay, so... One of the things, and that's a good question for all Virgos. Let me, let me talk a little bit about Virgo since uh, someone has asked about that, and then I'll talk about what we'll probably see for Virgo in the very near future as influences. You know, Virgo is a mutable uh, feminine earth sign. And what does all that mean? Uh, in fact, the last client that I just had in my office literally 20 minutes ago, a half hour ago, was, uh, well, actually about an hour ago, was uh, a Virgo. Very nice, young, 30-year-old girl. It's one of the things that amazes me now, too. She's 32 years old, and she looks like she's about 24. Um, I definitely have to say I often think Virgos are very good at taking care of themselves. Uh, So congratulations on that. I have a lot of Virgo in my chart, too. I like to say I'm pretty anal uh, about my meticulousness. Uh, But uh, I I just think that, in general, uh, there are a lot of people that – That are a lot of people that uh, are looking younger. Like I think we're we're all really aging a a lot better. Um, I'm actually going to be 48, and when I tell people that, I think they sometimes shit a little. They can't believe that I'm almost 50. But, you know, there's something to moisturizer and having minimal stress. Anyway, so Virgo, the positive pole of Virgo is uh, I study, I learn. Uh, Virgos are, are notoriously uh, meticulous students of knowledge and information, always learning. Uh, and the negative is I worry. So sometimes Virgo can caught up in the worry habit or the worry pattern a little more than they would necessarily like to. Um, Barbara uh, is also writing that she says she's 42 but m- m- look much younger also, ha-ha. Yes, I don't doubt it at all, Barbara. Uh, so that's one of the gifts of uh, of being uh, of being uh, of taking care of yourself. Um, and Gleeful also comments that in the chat room, saying that I'm a Taurus and I'm told I look a lot younger. Also, yeah, I think that we're all just really, in essence, aging aging a lot better. I think the lifespans are extending longer anyway. I mean, it's going to be commonplace in the next hundred years for people to live to a hundred. Uh, I know recently uh, a couple of weeks ago, Phyllis Diller died, and a lot of people were upset, understandably so uh about what a loss it was, but I thought, man, she was ninety five years old and and died in her uh sleep. uh talk about a kick ass way of dying uh and 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 having a fire for all of her life you know that that was a pretty cool character there so uh okay, so back to barbara 's question uh and i 'll mention this in a minute so Nye, writes, uh, so I'm a Gemini 33 and people think I, I'm i just over my 20s. Yeah, see, exactly. we got a whole bunch of youngsters in our room, uh, so that's good. Everybody everybody, aging well. You know what? I also have another theory on this, guys. I think that it's I think one of the things about being metaphysical is you do tend to kind of age better as well, too. You're more inclined to be at peace maybe than a lot of other people are. Another benefit to being kind of a spiritual, metaphysical person, um, and then, again, taking care of yourself. So getting back to Barbara's question about Virgo. Barbara, right now, as things push into Libra, you've got the sun about to push into Libra, Mercury's in Libra. Whenever there's a sign that's next to us, it can kind of cause a little bit of a discomfort. Um, not necessarily in a bad way, but it can feel a little bit of out of sync. So um, depending on where Virgo is in your chart, um, on the positive side... With Mars and Saturn pushing its way right into Scorpio now, that angle produced between Mars and Saturn uh, for you is what we call a sextile or a 60-degree angle. So what that's going to do is it's actually going to kind of bring a period of productivity to you. Uh, Mars will give you the energy to kind of go after it, to be aggressive and to be assertive toward, um, toward the goals that you're attempting to achieve. Saturn will kind of give you the ability to do it in kind of a painstaking, slow, solid kind of a way at the same time. So while those planets might feel a little bit at cross purposes, when they do combine together, uh, they actually can produce, uh, you know, a very, very uh, good combination because the assertiveness combined with the the caution can actually uh, work favorably if you don't really necessarily buck up against it so much. Uh, the other thing is Neptune right now is in Pisces, and dependent on where that is, that would be um, an opposition to uh, to your, your natal sun, Barbara. So what Neptune represents is our hopes and dreams, our ideals, uh, what we like to ideally manifest, our spiritual side, it also can represent where we wear rose-colored glasses, where we don't necessarily always see clearly. So what you can catch within the next um, – you know, this is going to be a, 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 a transit that will probably go on for about two years, by the way, again, dependent where Virgo is for you – But it's going to bring up a lot of optimism again, a lot of your hopes and dreams, a lot of things that you've always wanted to achieve. Um, The only suggestion I would have is you want to remember to kind of keep your feet on the ground as you strive for your goals. Sometimes Neptune can make us a little uh, overly idealistic. But because you're Virgo anyway, it is going, you know, typically Virgos are pragmatists. Uh, I always like to say that that's kind of a notorious Virgo characteristic. Uh so ultimately they are you know pra- pra- the positive pole of pragmatism is is uh, practicality of course its negative is dogmatic. Uh so I will bring that up also. So uh Barbara in the chat room is saying great I'm taking up a Reiki course in October again perfect timing and how do I know where Virgo is in my chart for me she's asking. Okay and that's a great question. And one for everybody. You know, I'm a professional astrologer. You know, if you want to have a session, you can get info on on that at jimventur.com and find out how to set up a session with me. Uh, all of my Facebook friends, as well as people get my newsletter, get a, a little discount on the uh, the normal prices I offer. But if you don't, if your if your bankroll is limited and you want to kind of study this on your own, let me give you guys a really sound way to do this. Um, one of the best sites I found, and there's a lot of them, but if you go on the net on the internet and you go to astro dot com a s t r o dot com um, you can open up a free account in in astro it won't cost you anything it'll take you probably all the five or ten minutes to set up the account and Astro will um, allow you to get one a daily horoscope now. By the way, this is not like a newspaper um, magazine horoscope, which is a, basically a pile of crap most of the time as far as I'm concerned. Um, uh, <laughs> this is the horoscope that you get on a daily basis if you check it. That's actually connected with the time you were born. Um, so it's much more accurate. You'll also get a reasonable long-range forecast. That's pretty cool to check out as well. You're not going to get all the angles of things covered but, if you check out the different offerings that they have they 're pretty good you 'll get a lot of information for free through Astro and then um, you can you can get you know you can get reports and things from them that are pretty reasonable in price as well too and it 's going to be much more accurate to uh, to your uh, to your actual you know uh, birth chart information because what you're looking for and this is what Barbara's question is she's saying how do I know where Virgo is for me really what she's saying is she's asking what house it's in so the house position there are twelve houses of life or areas of life the house position is really basically put into play through the time that you're born so when you go to Astro or any other site that you find um, and uh... you'll be able to to you gotta have your birth time to get a really truly accurate chart if anybody has, has any trouble at all getting their birth time by the way you know if you were born in a hospital, you should be able to find it uh, If you contact the hospital, ask them to send the second copy of the birth certificate um you'll be able to to get the birth time. You know you can ask a relative or or someone when you were born but most of us have some type of record of this, but if you're born in the hospital, you know any time after the the twenties or so um that information should be there. you know most of us should be able to access, and you do want a birth time because that's what's happening when you 're reading a newspaper chart. Um, I mean, a, a newspaper prediction chart or um, you know a magazine. They're making the assumption, of the assu- assumption that if you're Virgo, then you're also Virgo rising, which would be a one out of twelve Virgos approximately. That's why it's crap. You know what I mean? Like, ugh, I can't, I can't even stand those newspaper magazine things. They always make me. I actually will look at their interpretations for my rising sign. I'm Taurus rising, so sometimes I'll look at the Taurus info because that to me is a little more accurate, even though it's still a major stretch. But I definitely recommend Astro.com. If you're listening to the show and you're in the the chat room, Barbara posted another um, place that you can go uh, uh, as well uh, to get some information, a link and a connect there uh, that you can get about me. Uh, as well, so uh, I won't. I won't try to produce those words. But thank you for finding that, uh, Barbara. That was good work. Very, very Virgoian, by the way, that she researched it and found that and put it together <laughs> so quickly. She writes that her son is in the third house. Yeah, so that's so that, right. Son is in your third house. So that that's actually perfect. Great information. Son in the third house has to do with the life force comes from knowledge, through learning, through communication, through expression, through information. That's where you get your life force and your vitality through schooling. So that means for you, Neptune is going to be in your ninth house, which means uh, philosophy and travel and expanded knowledge. So this this push of of Reiki classes and things are just perfect for that opposition at every level um, uh, in terms of where you are right now. So I, definitely some good stuff kind of coming your way uh, with all of that. So uh, great question. So. That's my uh, analysis for Barbara and for Virgo right now. Okay, so uh, let's see. Uh, if anybody else has any questions, again, feel free to call in or write a question in the chat room, and we'll see what we can come up with. We've still got about 15 minutes on the show. Uh, okay, we already got another question. So, Amy, uh, hey, Amy, welcome to the show. Good to see you. Um, uh, Amy writes, how will Saturn and Scorpio affect me? I'm Cancer Sun in the 6th, with Scorpio in the 10th. Okay. So what, uh, again, very, 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 very good question. So um, the, the way you guys are posing these questions is really sharp. It's nice to know my listening audience is actually following me here. Uh, so anyway, but I think I've done some work with uh, Amy in the past, so uh, uh, I think that's not uh, surprising. Um, okay. So uh, Amy's saying she's, again, Cancer Sun, um, and... Scorpio would be uh, in her 10th house. Okay. So your 10th house is your career and your status in the world. So what you're going to have um, uh, with uh, Scorpio in the 10th and, and Saturn moving its way there is in the next two years, the first thing that you're going to catch is, again, remember, 10th house, status, career, the way we project ourselves to the world, um, Uh, in in the most strongest sense of what that means and what that says. So what you'll always find when Saturn enters a house is at first it's going to make it feel like it's tough and it's difficult, um, that we have to sort of grow up, that we have to work hard, that we're required to move up to the next level and pay the price for that. So that can be a lot of energy around career where it might feel a little harder and more difficult at first. The good side of it, Is As you progress, um, as this progresses, what it's likely to do is actually increase your stability in your career, increase your sense of self and your status in the world, and inevitably um, really make you do better in the world in that sense. Again, it might take a year or two before that influence is fully felt. But what it's going to do is it's going to make you take a more mature approach to the way you, you, you look at your career and who you are and what your specific talents and abilities are and how you're supposed to use those in the world. So it's very much a stabilizing force that way. Um, I know uh, for me, what I, what I have going on is Saturn has been in my sixth house, which is work, service, and health and it's, it will, within the next few months, will move into my seventh house of marriage and partnership. You know, I have to laugh because I've been single for many years now, and I, I have to underline happily so. I love being in a relationship. I love being single. Both of them have benefits. And because Saturn is pushing into my seventh, I know that within the next year I'm probably going to partner and, and quote-unquote marry again. Um, and that's cool. I think I'm, I'm kind of ready, but I also know that uh, there's going to be a little work to be done in that area as this, as this surfaces and, and as this progresses. So uh, I'm, I'm cool with that. That's what you remember with Saturn. My joke is I would say Saturn is sort of like it's such a pain in the ass when it first enters into something because it's going to bring up a lot of old fear, a lot of things that, that you were afraid of or scared of. But really, as it progresses and works its way through you'll typically find that you actually really find yourself growing up. You become stronger. Um, certainly with Amy's uh, placement, it's going to make you very, very really aware of the status that you have as, a, as an adult. Uh, and I think that, you know, one of the things that we have to remember, too, is, you know, I remember this also for myself. When I, I started doing uh, navigational consultations and readings for people when I was like 26, one of the problems that I ran across early on was I was young, so people didn't assume I wasn't as knowledgeable because I was young. And then on top of it, I always sort of looked a bit younger, too. So um, I didn't have quite the status initially as I would like to have had. You know, as I got into my 30s and now that I'm in my 40s, aside from the collected knowledge and information that I have, which has made me sharper, people are more respectful of me because of that, of my age. So the same thing for for Amy. You know, it's a really funny thing to say, but, you know, when you're younger, the whole idea of getting older kind of sucks, and is scary. I, I, I should rephrase that. I think when you're really young, a lot of times you can't wait to get older, where you can drive and go to a bar and, you know, do all that good stuff. But I think when you get into your twenties or early thirties and you're afraid of uh... what you'll find uh, you know that's going to happen as you get old and quote unquote your body falls apart but anyone who's been aging well will understand this too it's so not what you think like it's awesome getting older i think it's the the best thing in the world because what a lot of things that people worry about when you're younger is what other people think of you you're often very hard on yourself you know, by the time you get to 40 or so, you, you know, ever so lovingly, you couldn't really give a shit. You know, I mean, like you end up finding yourself really chill about other people's, um, you know, reactions to us. And and that's a definite benefit. Um, I have a question from uh, Gleeful. Uh, let me mention that Amy writes, I guess it's finally time to get more involved and join those committees at work, LOL. Yeah, absolutely. It's time to... Use your, your sharps and your smarts in a more positive way. Okay, uh, I've got, I'm have got. i going to take this one call, and then I'll answer Gleeful's question, and that should kind of probably finish us up for the questions for today's show. We've only got about 11 minutes here. Okay, 256, welcome to Snake Oil Radio. Who are we chatting with? Uh, Wanda. Wanda?
1: Uh-huh.
0: How are you today, Wanda?
1: I'm great, thank you.
0: Good. Do you have a question?
1: Um... I've never been here before.
0: <laughs> all right, that's okay. I don't know
1: whether to ask for a rune reading or
0: uh, an energy yeah, reading or what, what. Whatever you want what to give be. me, hey. All right, you be I think, the, you think we'll be go with the together. rune because that seems to be, and that's oh. funny because that's what I was reaching for when you asked. I felt like oh, I think I need to pull a rune, so okay. we're we're in sync with all of that. Let's see what comes up for the rune. Okay, about a job, about work. How's that? Okay, so the rune that I pulled, yeah, because I think that that's what this is kind of bringing up. Um, the, the the rune of initiation uh, comes up, so there's a good side to this and there's a difficult side to it. It comes up reversed. Now, when a rune comes up reversed, it doesn't mean that it's bad. It means that you kind of have to move with a real little bit of a feeling of a test here in that sense, in the way that you do it. So the initiation rune is a positive one. It usually means the idea of being initiated into sometimes a new post or profession or a new phase in your life. So it kind of is a positive that way. It means that you're going to you're making some changes that are going to open the door to some new opportunities. On the negative side, sometimes it usually suggests that you've been dealing with a little bit of crap along the way. Like it might feel like it's difficult, that there's certain restrictions or difficulties that have surfaced. Yeah. Uh Yeah, I don't, I, this, I always, one of the things I would say about this room is I don't think it's necessarily easy. In fact, let me read, I want to read the passage quote from um, the Ralph Blum book so it'll give you something to contemplate. Um, and, and, and thank you for being willing to, you know, I always appreciate the calls and the comments in the chats because I know it's sort of like willing to put yourself out there for everybody to hear in that sense. If you're like okay. me, you have no shame anyway, so it doesn't matter. No, Okay, so this is what the rune says from the Ralph Blum quote. Um, He says, uh, A counsel against expecting too much or expecting the ordinary way, Uh, for the old way has come to an end. You simply cannot repeat the old and not suffer. Now is the time to call in your scattered energies, concentrate on your own life at this moment, your own requirements for growth. Perth, that's the name of the rune, counsels neither to focus on outcomes nor to bind yourself with the memory of past achievements. In doing so, you rob yourself of a true present, the only time in which self-change can be realized. You may feel overwhelmed with exhaustion from meeting obstruction upon obstruction in your passage. Yet yeah, you always have a choice. You can see this apparent negativity as bad luck, or you can recognize it as an obstacle course, a challenge specific to the initiation you are presently undergoing. Then each setback, each humiliation, becomes a test of character. When your inner being is shifting and reforming at a deep level, patience, constancy, and perseverance are called for. So stay centered, see the humor, and keep your faith firm.
1: That sounds like me. And
0: yeah. That's a I, lot
1: of change. Um,
0: yeah, You know, I always think about this. I'll tell you a little quick story about two-and-a-half years ago when the economy went bad, I had to take a part-time job waiting tables and bartending again, Mm -hmm. which was a little bit of a stress, you know, to have to kind of do that in my 40s. But I ended up really liking it. And then after about a a year-and-a-half of it, honestly, between you and I, like I just didn't want to do it anymore. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to go back to doing this full-time, but I didn't know how to get out of it because the owner really loved me. Well, it turned out that because of the bad economy, he actually eventually, after six or eight months, he actually kind of went bankrupt, and he closed the mm-hmm. doors, and I stayed with him till the end. It was not an easy time mm-hmm. uh, to go through that, because I watched his dream fall apart. It was really tough, because he really was a good friend as well, and then I was a little nervous, because I was losing about $20,000 a year income, yeah. but like even during that shitty process, <laughs> it yeah. was like something in me knew that there was something better. That yeah. was awaiting me once it passed, and it was a difficult year transition. But by the time and this happened in early 2011, but by the time 2012 rolled around, a lot of really good things started happening. So I realized that it was something that was going on internally, too, that was changing. And that's the feeling that I'm getting for you, that you're mm-hmm. being kind of primed for something better, mm-hmm. but that you've been going through a difficult process. You're and right. And with that...
1: You're right. I done yeah. numerology as well and I'm in a year cycle of five. You know, fives and eights are like a challenging years and yeah. new beginnings. And it has been very, very difficult. I'm not gonna lie. And right. I am trying to I'm putting out the effort to put in for jobs and such. I do have a job now, just not the job I want. I've done been there. Right. I don't work there yeah. once before. And um and I know that it's it's the pain and all that is I've gotta get through this because Eventually, on the other side, it's gonna, it's got to get better.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Um, it's
1: just, thing. you know, it is.
0: I, you know, I'm so much happier now, you know, mm-hmm. than I was during the end of that transition because it was, it, it kind of sucked.
1: Yeah, you know? it does. And,
0: and I, I love his quote here in the Runic book when he says, "Remember the humor," because I think, you know, for me as a Sagittarius, like when it gets really bad, sometimes I actually start to laugh. Like, because to me, my joke is, you couldn't write anything this shitty. It's like. <laughs> Who
1: could fall into a bed of roses to come out and smell like shit. That's yes,
0: exactly. Because <laughs> you, you it makes for good stories down the line as well, and then you also know you'll never do it again. So I feel like that transition is coming. You know, it's interesting because I'm hearing at an intuitive level that there's something in February of 2013 that really is strong because you guys are saying there's an opportunity that comes. It's going to take a little bit to develop it and to get on that path to make it work, but I like it because I feel like what I'm hearing is it's something that really resonates with who you really are and what you really want to do. And what I'm getting is, in a lot of ways, you've been working really, in many respects, just to pay the bills and do what you need to do. Right. And it's moving you into doing something that really kind of sings with your heart.
1: Right. Where you're at now, you're happy. You're finally happy. Yes. I've not had a job that I've been finally that I can say that I'm happy to be at.
0: Yes. Exactly. That's why I feel like that's that opportunity that's yeah. coming up. And it may take a little maneuvering to make it happen, but I like what I get because I feel like I keep hearing you'll be really in touch with your life purpose at that point. That's wonderful okay. because that's what it's all about. Awesome. All right. Thank you. Excellent. Thank you so much for the call, and good luck with the process. You'll get through it. All I will. right.
1: All right bye Cheers. Bye. Cheers to
0: you. Okay, guys. I got. I want to answer um, Gleeful's question uh and then uh, we'll, we'll have to finish off here. We've got a couple of minutes. So Gleeful asks, what do you find for Taurus? Do you need my birthday? Okay. What I'm going to do for you is, and this is kind of an interesting thing, I'm going to pull an angel card for Gleeful. And I'm also going to suggest that for some reason this is going to be for everybody to hear. Okay? <laughs> so it's specifically for Gleeful, but for some reason this is coming up. So I pulled an angel card, and it came up the angel. Uh, the angel's name is Ray. So let me read this information to you. This is interesting because it'll, it's going to kind of sound like maybe not what you were thinking, but it actually should resonate at some levels, too. Um, so Ray says, yoga and exercise are essential to your well-being, peace of mind, and spiritual growth right now. You've, received, uh, you've been receiving certain guidance to engage in yoga or other forms of exercise, and this card serves as an additional re- validation. Physical movement is essential to realizing your dreams, your desires, and your intentions. It gives you the energy and vitality that will will help you to begin and complete your projects. It opens you up to new uh, creative ideas, and yoga cleanses and enlarges your chakras, uh, centers so that you can hear the angelic guidance more clearly. Yoga also allows a busy, noisy mind to become quiet, so that it can uh, meditate and hear the wisdom coming from heaven. Although you may feel intimidated by yoga or exercise, I will help you. I will help this to smooth away. If you will ask me, I will help you to take. Uh, sorry, I don't have my glasses on here, so it's a little harder to read. I will ask you uh, to help uh, help you to tailor an exercise program that will fit your schedule. Uh, and uh, and your fitness level. Uh, you will see this guide in the form of uh, repetitive thoughts and feelings and through information about yoga or exercise that comes to you through from out of the blue. I know that you're a busy person and I promise that the increased level of energy you'll feel after doing this will give you the equivalent of more hours of your day. Okay. So that's our quick little answer here. Um, and... Uh, and uh I think let's see, Gleeful uh uh saying that's my dad's name. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, and your nickname. Well that's cool then. So yeah, you know, and this this goes definitely for for, for Gleeful and um and uh, anyone else listening, uh that uh, she's having computer problems. But uh you can catch, if you if you missed any of it by the way the show will go into archive so you can catch that passage that I choppily read without my glasses <laughs> if you go back and, and 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 listen to it it'll still be there um Uh, So, yeah, she's having some computer stuff going on here. But that's the message. Um, You know, really, you know, exercising is an amazing thing, whether you exercise in a traditional way or through yoga or working out. You know, I, I I work out like four or five days a week, and I love to. There's so many benefits that come out of it, and it really is a great way to purge anguish and anger and any of those other things. But as your body gets stronger, so does your mind and your spirit. So it's a really good thing to do at, at multiple levels. So I highly recommend it. So I feel like there's definitely a path of kind of working and fixing the self and 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 getting in, in, in a better space, both emotionally and physically, for for what I'll still refer to as gleeful here. Okay. So anyway, uh, I'm going to have to finish here. We've only got a minute left on the show. I want to thank everybody uh, who called in and and wrote these questions. I wish we had more time. I'll be back uh, again, well, not next week, the week after for another show, Um, especially the shows where I do do the the phone calls. uh, Feel free to call in. Uh, My next show will actually be uh, my column read, and we'll talk about that. We'll talk about uh, some prosperity issues. Uh, if you're not already getting my uh, monthly newsletter, email me at Ventura Sage. It's a free monthly column, and uh, feel free to you know check that out. Uh, all my services and books, all information on that is available at JimVentura.com. Again, I want to thank everybody for all your comments. Good seeing you again, Amy, and as well as all my wonderful guests and Mary Lee and everyone else who jumped in. And uh, again, I'll be back in two weeks for another show. And. Uh, Hope you guys all have a great night. I've got a fun night ahead of me planned. So, uh, anyway, have a great night, people, and we'll catch you next time. Jim and signing out for Snake Gold Radio. Till next time, cheers.